Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and the reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio 1969 which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to or inciting, pro- directed to, to it's, look it up. <laughs> you, you know the thing. <laughs> just pull a button. You know the thing. Yeah. The thing. Yeah. Just say, just say in Minecraft after everything, and it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, yeah. Everything we say is established hypo- legal thing. Hmm. Yeah. Everything we say is hypothetical. Oh, why did I mess that up? I don't know. We do it on literally every episode. It's, it's every episode one se- week. Episode 172. Six right now, and I've done it like a hundred times, probably like 120 something times, and I still do it. <laughs> yeah, I, that is. That I is get my, tripped up sh- saying my spiel daily when I knock. That is my. That doors. is my worth as a human being is to mess up. Brand new like one. I'm like, some people, you know, you exist solely to serve as warnings for others. <laughs> don't do drugs kids <laughs> don't drink and take muscle relaxers and i'm not gonna finish that story Very <clears throat> but... once about a dude who took like just an enormous amount of muscle relaxers and got super hammered and like spent three days just like laying on the floor and every once in a while they had to like drag him to the bathroom so he could piss oh okay yeah see i woke up in a puddle <laughs> of my own piss and shit and vomit oh neat yeah. Yeah. Well, then I spent then I spent eight days in the hospital. Yeah, his oh. experience was better than that. Yeah. Well, I was mm-hmm. not trying to live after that one. Yeah. Well, then. So, anyway. More than he was. How about this spring weather? <laughs> so, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What spring Indian weather? Hot as shit out here. It's yeah. It's already eighty degrees. I got one day. One day that was like seventy-five yesterday. It was gorgeous. This uh-huh. morning. It's like 25 mile an hour winds and it's like 40 degrees. <laughs> Bro, they got it, they got 30 inches of snow in Elk City, Idaho. We <sighs> got record high heat for April in the Denver area. 89 yeah. degrees in New, Me- New Mexico has like 20 wildfires burning right now. Governor just declared a state of emergency. Mm-hmm. Good lord. That's yeah. a lot of fire. And then we went back to 25 mile an hour winds and red flag warnings. Yeah. Fun times. Good times. Fun stuff. Yeah, it's going to be like 40s, 50s, and rainy for the next like week. Yeah, yeah we're like so, mid-70s. Lucky. And sunny. Yeah. And clear. Oh, our, we get our smog, though. Woo! Hey, our filter is nice. Dust bowl. The nice gray skies. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, we get those uh we get spare the air days coming up. That's a good one for you. Spare the air day. Okay, so like so the, the, the San Francisco Bay Area is like its own micro government, right? So there's the, there's the state government and then there's the San Francisco Bay Area, um, which is just like nine counties, acts as its own government. And we actually we actually get taxed on the air because we have the, the Bay Area Air Quality Management Board. Which literally tests the air, and if the air is too smoggy, then they issue a spare the air day alert. 
and like public transportation is free and you can't run you can't run generators and you can't run like lawn mowers and things like that uh, and you can't run your fireplace unless it's your only source of heat uh, and your neighbors can snitch on you if you do and they get like $25 gift cards <laughs> yeah California All loves those snitching bills yes yeah i mean it's really got that snitch one for uh, license plates too mhm that's you know that's like the with the the free donuts and shit to get people to go get an experimental injection like you people are so easily bribed now it's ridiculous like i i don't get it you're you're willing to do horrible things to each other in exchange for basically a pat on the head well that's the um the perceived authority like i'm a good girl look what i'm doing yeah it's right oh. I hate Karen. Pulled so over and much. got a gift card for being a good driver. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we literally threatened your life, but uh, here's a gift card for being a good driver. Imagine if somebody like peeled out and like took off because they thought they were being pulled over for like a legit reason. That's I like, was just no, gonna was say that like gift card asshole. <laughs> and then just take off. <laughs> that is that's actually I've seen that happen actually. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know where you guys want to start tonight. Oh, uh... we don't want to start with the that one place over there because the uh, YouTube monitors will be upset at us. Yeah, I think personally, I think we should start with the aliens. No, we have to let it for later because that's a good laugh. Okay, how about AOC? Okay, we go AOC. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> People say oh, it's AOC, and I just get in the back of my mind. Commentaries. Yeah, that's what you mean, Miss Titty. <laughs> Big old commentaries. Which you know she's not getting from eating vegan. Yeah. Yeah. So AOC says January 6th riot was a trial run and claims, quote, they're going to come back if Republicans retake the House in the midterm elections. What sense does that make, though? (laughs) We won. Ah, let's storm the people that we wanted. Uh, <laughs> Representative Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez said that the U.S. Capitol right last January was a trial run and that if Congress could come under attack again, if Republicans regain a, regain a majority, quote, quote, if we lose the House, this is no joke. January 6th was the trial run, and a lot of people don't seem to understand that, uh, she said in the town hall meeting in Queens on Wednesday. Quote, it was a trial run, and they're going to come back if they win the House. The only reason it wasn't worse is because Democrats had the House, and they didn't have the votes. If they take the House, then they have the votes to not authorize and legitimize the presidential election, whatever the results are. So this is very serious. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) It's so bad. It's just a walking word vomit. If you not, if you see the video, only, not of only that, but it, it but it doesn't make any sense either. It doesn't. It doesn't make. And what's funny is if you see the video of her saying it, the the ASL interpreter 
uh, for it, the looks on her face, I think, say everyone's <laughs> reaction because she's like, <laughs> "Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? What?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 video for that is, is in the article that we that we're using. That's <laughs> she just looks so confused. Yeah, she's like, "What the hell uh, is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, come on. Okay. Um, let's see, where is it? It says, uh, <sighs> with the House Select Committee still investigating the riot and Donald Trump's potential role in the violence, the subject will likely loom large on the campaign trail ahead of the November midterm elections, which will determine which party will control Congress for the remainder of Joe Biden's term. That's, uh, the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol unfolded when a mob of Trump loyalists attacked the seat of Congress as lawmakers were certifying Joe Biden's victory in the presidential election. Attacked. They attacked it so violently they obeyed the velvet ropes. Riot. In they was it wasn't like they went in on January 6th and was it the certification like December 20th? Yeah, it was like it was after, or yeah, the, the yeah. January 6th was after it after, was certified, yeah. if I remember right. But on top of that, like I also would just want to point out linguistically there, it's interesting to say the rest of Joe Biden's term, <laughs> not first term, they are acknowledging it ain't gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no way they can do what they did the first no. time again. That's that's <laughs> not with this guy. Did you see his speech the other day? Or he's talking about what what America is made of, and then he he like jarbles some word that doesn't have any, doesn't make any sense, and then goes on complete talk talking about a completely different subject. Yeah, it's you know I love the you, you got to appreciate when a president uh, has the closed captioning that says inaudible, uh, while he's <laughs> like that says a lot. <laughs> it's, I still love that video of him turning to shake the invisible yeah, turning man's to shake hand, no one's hands, and, and he, he just looks around. And he wanders. He wanders around for like thirty <laughs> seconds. Like you see, the uh, nobody reached out to grab him. Say over here, Mister President. You see the, the the Secret Service member in the bun in the rabbit outfit on Easter. Yeah, where he's like, he's, okay, wait, no. he's talking talking to reporters, and one of the reporters asks about Afghanistan, and Joe Biden like says like th- like like three letters of a word and the bunny steps in like right in between them. All right, we're going this way. Yeah. That, <laughs> uh, well, and I, I posted a meme out of that. Out of, if you haven't no. seen the film or stage show, Harvey, um, Harvey's a puka. Yes. He's a giant white rabbit. And uh, so I posted it because the, the pit, one of the screen caps from the, the camera that was in the audience recording him, he looks very confused as this white rabbit is pulling him away or like putting his hand on him <laughs> said when when Harvey tells you that he has to go with the and the psychiatrist. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I get the meme now. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he's like, nope, I gotta go, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So far, more than 800 individuals have been criminally charged in connection with the riot. It stopped calling it insurrection. Yeah, now it's just a riot, and yeah. it—that's the most <laughs> polite riot. But ever. twenty, but twenty twenty was all twenty twenty was all uh, uh, protests. Yeah, those were protests. Those were mostly peaceful protests. But a bunch of people <laughs> go on an unscheduled tour of the Capitol building, and it's a riot. And following the yeah. velvet ropes, 
Yeah, they they follow the velvet ropes. They man that like one person, nothing one on took fire. A turn. <laughs> they, did one... they, they didn't they brag about picking up the trash. Yeah, like they picked up a bunch of garbage. They they picked up a lectern and they they stole like AOC shoes or some shit. Like <laughs> that was it. Like a, a little petty, petty theft in an unscheduled tour. Oh, that's a riot. But but actually burning half of a city to the ground. That that's just you know that was mostly protesters. mostly mostly peaceful mostly protesters. Peaceful. Yeah. Oh, um, did you see speaking of the protest? Did you see that uh, uh Biden shook um good uh great coinst or whatever the yeah, the, the guy that got yeah, shot off, yeah. yeah, 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 that, yeah. Sh- that shook he hand. shook his hand, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> the felon yeah. that was in possession of a firearm, mm-hmm. yeah, that should should be in jail, yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. guy, yep, yep, but he played for yeah. the right, he's playing for the right team. Yeah, yep. so apparently it doesn't matter that he's... Or the left team. Yeah. <laughs> well, he can't can't play for the right team after <laughs> what Rittenhouse did to him, so... <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, in, the House 100... in the House, 139 Republicans voted against certifying the results of the 2020 election, well short of the 218 needed for the majority. However, Democrats currently hold a slim majority in the House of Congress, both houses of Congress, and would need just need to lose just a half dozen seats in November for the GOP to gain control. It, <sighs> Not that anything would change. No. Yeah. Uh, recent polls show Republicans uh, with an advantage ahead of the election with the RCP average of generic con- congressional ballot placing the GOP ahead by three and a half points. Well, I mean, it's not like one, it's not like any of those numbers are real, but two, it's also, you know, you got to remember that, like, look at what the Democrats have done since they took control. Like, does that shock you at all? All right. right, Okay. Hold on. on. I'm going to hurt Andrew in just a second. Uh, Skip a few paragraphs. (laughs) Both sides agree the United States and its democracy are in a dire state. According to the poll published by the new Republic, Last week, that saw 74% of respondents say that the American political system is threatened. Democracy. That's what America <laughs> is now. Published by, the new, published, published by the New Republic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, <laughs> I just, uh, uh-huh. 57% of GOP voters believe that the Capitol riot was, quote, an act of patriotism. Rather than an insurrection, more than a year after the day, Trump supporters disrupted a joint session of Congress. 42% view it negatively. That's that's a correct description. They disrupted a joint session of Congress. Okay, I'll give you that. That was a disruptful thing. That's all I'm going to give you, though. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Democrats felt much stronger on the issue, with a whopping 88%. 88 uh, denouncing the riot as an insurrection, just twelve percent called it patriotism. Wait, there. I think what I actually find shocking there is that there are twelve percent of Democrats who actually still thought that was patriotic. I'm actually that that actually I, surprises me. They're weather it's underground impressive. people. People still support weather underground. That's true. So there's still, there's still some Bill Air fans out there. Okay. A majority of both sides, 64% of Democrats and 75% of Republicans, are, quote, worried 
about the trajectory of U.S. democracy over the next decade or two. You don't live in a democracy. <laughs> you don't even ostensibly live in a democracy. You ostensibly oh. live in a republic. But, you know, you really live in an oligarchy. Yes. But you, it's it's not even they don't even pretend that it's a democracy. In fact, the okay. founding fathers went on and on about how a demo democracy, how it's not worked. a democracy. Yeah. Uh, on a list of issues that survey respondents were asked to weigh in on being, quote, a serious threat to democracy in America. A majority of Democrats and Republicans both said they view, quote, the possibility of political violence in that light. Uh, yeah, considering <laughs> you guys have pushed everything to the left and right, right extremes. Yes. That, uh, <laughs> wow, what a shock that everyone's like, yeah, there's probably going to be a civil war pretty soon. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, totally but, shocked. Just real, yeah. real shocked by that. Totally shocked. Yeah, you've made it a, a complete inevitability with I'm your rhetoric. And, you know, yeah, that, let's see how that, it works out for them. Yeah, and that, I mean, and that started, you know, they, they started it. Like, the, the extreme political left in America is what started pushing everything that direction they started that very very early on i mean you started seeing it in the late 90s early 2000s and it's just been growing since then and you know 20 years on of pushing things more and more extreme what a surprise that no one wants to even reach across the aisle anymore it's because it's too big an aisle you can't fit your hand over there that's not only can you not fit your hand over there but we're going to get into an article on the uh uh, the libs of TikTok doxing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to reach your hand over there. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like if if you say anything that they disagree with, they will do everything in their power to completely deplatform you to kill your voice. Yeah. And in some cases, like actually try to get you killed by like, you know, swatting you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, um, right. was it the um, Timcast has been swatted like, Eight or nine times now, yeah, something like that. Uh, okay, let's just get into that one. Uh, the lips of TikTok expose is part of a new trend shaming private citizens who dissent. Uh, yeah, controversial. It's not really a new trend, though, it's been around for a couple of years. Thanks for noticing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> ask Magnus, who can't even order a fucking burger on Uber Eats. Mm hmm. I don't think he'd order a burger on Uber Eats, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you can get a totally good burger, but... Oh, I would. He wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, a controversial expose but in the Washington Post by journalist Taylor Lawrence, who is being fucking dragged through the mud. It's fantastic to see how much shit she's getting. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I quote tweeted her, her tweet whining endlessly about how mean everybody's being just because she docks somebody. Yep. And uh, I reposted my, uh, I want you to do your part. Cyber bully journalists at every opportunity. <laughs> you uh, see that, the, you see that the ADLs, the ADLs post on that about no. how uh, there's, there's a big difference. Uh, according to, there's a big oh, difference between, between um, uh, doxing people that are threats and, and, uh, doxing journalists or whatever, or informers or whatever it was, something like that. Yeah, and it's even like, even the courts agree. It's like no, no, no. no there's, it, there's doxing no, is no doxing, motherfuckers. There's no. It's, it's like you want to view this as a war. 
War goes both ways. Yep. It's because they don't want actual conflict. What they want is be, to be able to bully. And as yes. soon as, like any bully, as soon as the bullying doesn't work and the people they're trying to bully fight back, they, they're like, oh, God, oh, you hurt me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who wrote this piece. This is a piece by Angie Speaks, co-host of the Low Society podcast. Um, controversial expose by the Washington Post uh, by journalist Taylor Lorenz revealed the identity of a popular anonymous Twitter account, quote, Libs of TikTok. This article included private information about the account holder in a naked attempt to shame her into silence. And as such, as part of a large trend in which liberals use legacy and social media to silence dissent. The Libs of TikTok account exploded in popularity last year for hosting viral videos of overzealous liberals engaging in bizarre behavior and advocacy. As bizarre as doxing an anonymous account over political differences seems, Lorenz went so far as harassing the family members of the women behind the account in an attempt to gather information. Oh yes. boy! You know, if but anyone never like tried to harass my family members or like, do you know what he does? They'd be like, yeah, he's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's your point? I don't know what more you're looking for out of me. That's... Yeah. If they, <laughs> yeah, if, if they went after, if they like, if they went after my brothers or my kids, and my brothers or my kids would probably treat them worse than I would. Hmm. Oh, I'm just begging some journalist to try and call my grandmother, my extremely angry 90-something-year-old <laughs> Irish grandmother, and try and harass her. Like, oh, that's going to work out really well for you. That's a, that's, a, that's a brave question for a person that drives their own car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't say that in an Irish accent, though. But And uh, you start your own car in the morning, do you? <laughs> But no these reason. kind of tax, but these kind of attacks on the <laughs> privacy and anonymity of private citizens who dissent from the liberal hegemony, hegemony in ways found to be quote problematic, have unfortunately become more commonplace in recent years. And it's not just coming from journalists. After a group of miscreants stormed the Capitol on January sixth, Congressman AOC suggested keeping a tally of political dissenters. Quote: Is anyone archiving these Trumps? This Trump sycophants. For, for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future, I foresee a list a... of political opponents. That's <laughs> definitely the mark of a free country. I foresee a decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. She tweeted. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that's a good mm-hmm. look. Yep. <laughs> Agreeing uh, with AOC... Hitler is always a good look. That's, uh... <laughs> AOC's call to action seems to have prompted the formation of a group called the Trump Accountability Project, whose goal was to curate a list of White House staff, cabinet members, and political appointees across the U.S. government whose jobs were linked to the Trump administration in order to blacklist them from future work. Again, mm. green with Hitler. Yep. Despite the clearly alarming trend of creating an official list of enemies for your political opponents and using ethically questionable means to expose private information, these kinds of retribution fantasies are enthusiastically embraced by the Democrats and their media allies. 
Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm just saying, like, if maybe Stalin and Hitler did it, go another direction. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're going to be a national socialist, like, be open about being a national socialist. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, Jack in the the comments. Maybe Hugo Boss can outfit AOC and her friends in the latest <laughs> fashions. <laughs> oh, ooh. her next gala dress can say "Papers, Please" across the back. <laughs> oh man! Oh, or or her, she could she could her, maybe work with IKEA a little bit, or maybe Coca Cola. Volkswagen could hook her up with a new ride. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine her showing up in a black Mercedes limo? To... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Taylor Renz's doxing of the libs of TikTok is just the latest incarnation of this trend. It showcases the absurd lows that corporate media will stoop in order to silent independent voices that capture inconvenient popular sentiments. And it needs to be noted here, too. That if you haven't seen the libs of TikTok, uh, Twitter, I'm definitely a follower. It's fucking glorious. Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't say anything. All she does is repost the videos. Yes. That the, the shit libs of TikTok have willingly put on TikTok themselves. That's all she does. She does nothing but post those. That's what pissed this chick off so much. Mm -hmm. Photos and, and video. And let's see. Yeah. Uh, according to Twitter, they are at... Uh, 957,000 followers. Yeah, they gained like an extra 30,000 or something after that article came out where people were like, really? This sounds awesome. And <laughs> when subscribe. <laughs> uh, one, yeah, one need not agree with the political stances of Trump supporters or the libs of TikTok account to feel apprehensive about these attacks on anonymity and privacy being normalized and celebrated as brave activism. So brave. Apply that to the Patriot Act, mm -hmm. uh, the NDAA. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, to uh, uh, red flag laws, to mm -hmm. stop oh, and yeah. frisk. I mean, and I just want to point out that if anybody would like to dox me and maybe <laughs> have people show up at my house, I mean, that could be fun for one of us. It could be fun at like, you know, 2100 feet per second yeah should be fun mm -hmm. i'll say hi uh, it'll be loud the, the washington <laughs> big... hi 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 <laughs> he'll, he'll even use ukrainian ammo <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I got a bunch of fucking wolf i'm pretty sure that's <laughs> that, that's Same. not serbian that might be a russian russia actual right let me i think i actually got oh no that's to ammo that definitely is russian yeah. Um, I don't know. I got some wolf sitting somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the Washington yeah, Post yeah. expose not only failed to explore the culture and political reasons why the libs of TikTok account gained so much cultural prominence, it also failed to contextualize why the choice to dox the anonymous users served any real political or journalistic purpose beyond a show of malice and intimidation. Yeah, it's this blatantly for intimidation purposes. Yeah. This kind of petty behavior is a common theme among the self-appointed digital authorities of the corporate media class who 
mask their desire to silence independent actors that pose a threat to their discursive dominance beneath the facade of activism and the work of exposing uh, pernicious actors. Yeah, it it needs. That's a good line. That's a good line. She went full. She went full. uh, Seventy-five cents there. Yeah, it well, and I mean, and it's and it's important to you know again remind everyone all she was doing is reposting their videos. She was yeah, right, right, no, yeah, no commentary, no voiceover, no nothing, just just sharing what they were doing. Yeah, just posting the videos, and that, and they're all fucking raving psychopaths, and that's all she did was hold a mirror up to them, and that is what pissed them off so much. Yeah. She, yeah, she didn't even she didn't even she didn't even really put a, hold a mirror up to them. All she did was archive it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean because she was exp- mm-hmm. I mean post cuz a lot of those people that are posting those videos are doing it thinking that you know they're in their own little echo chamber. And in their own little echo chamber of psychopathy, they can be as neurotic and insane as they want. And to them <clears throat> That's fine. What pissed them off is now all of a sudden people who aren't part of their little crazy circle are seeing just how crazy they really yep. are when they think no one else is looking. Yep. Somebody else of <coughs> chambers for people they disagree with. <coughs> uh, and therein lies the true agenda behind the calls for accountability that are too often weaponized by media figures who would establish who the establishment favors the desire to control the cultural output of political opponents by employing any means necessary to silence them, including unethical means. This is then justified by by portraying private citizens who are simply utilizing their political power and speech as dangerous spreaders of, quote, disinformation or as a, quote, threat to democracy, as in the infamous case of the Trump Accountability Project or or the podcaster Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's and, and again, I mean, remember, these are the same people that are swatting Tim Cast like weekly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's I've called in the bomb squad on them and everything. These are these, this is what these people do. And you notice that they don't do anything themselves. What they do is they enable other people who are nuts to do it because they're also too mm-hmm. much cowards to do it themselves. And the reason yep. that Taylor Lorenz has gotten so nuts about it is because in response to her doxing the uh, lady who runs Lives of TikTok that she was then doxed mm-hmm. and is now getting dragged all over Twitter and everything and she's freaking out about it because all of a sudden the same tactics that she apparently was under the impression was exclusively the realm of her side suddenly <laughs> turned against her and she doesn't like it very much. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Nope. There's another quote from John or from Jack Curtis. Uh, Democracy deserves to be threatened when it's corrupted. I think it just deserves to be threatened. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I think it's inherently at corrupt. Its, at its core. Um, um, I, was ha- I had a point and I forgot where the point I was going to make. I mean, it's like um, the the debate that always happens. Oh, in the oh, oh! There's a uh, um, there's a blog I used to follow called Operation Werewolf, uh, and there's a there's it's either that one or the Jack one. Either way, uh, the 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 fantastic the, this piece is called uh, uh, "Violence is Golden," 
right? And it's it's the, these people, right? They use these these online methods. They use docs and they use Boolean. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use deplatforming things like that as a means of trying to bully people. But what they really are trying to do is 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 trying to create the situation in which violence can be used against the people they disagree with. Yeah, right? and they'll they'll decry violence. They'll decry violence. But they love violence. They just don't realize it because violence is needed in order to enforce the kind of things that they want to that they want, you know, society to be right. All yeah. those all those save the whale stuff, you know, stop using straws, uh, uh, buy a, a, an electric car. Those all require violence for enforcement. Mm-hmm. So this this is yeah. just an extension of that violent mentality. Well, yeah, because they're they're status. Right. And, and understand that no status actually doesn't believe in violence because in order to have a state you have to have a group of people who have a an exclusive monopoly on violence that's the definition of a government right Mm -hmm. is they need to have that exclusive monopoly on violence so they believe in violence inherently because they support the idea of a state they they must necessarily believe in it so for them it's completely logical for them to go well I like violence, but I don't like doing it myself. I want somebody mm-hmm. else to do it. So I'm going to enable some random crazy person to go commit violence. Yes. Or threaten yeah. that a random crazy person is going to go commit violence. Yes. To try and get compliance. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is why Mike Tyson did the right thing. Yeah. Um, when he fucking just, <laughs> I love that. You know, there's an air marshal on that plane just going, <laughs> the whole time he just nope. bam, bam, bam. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, in an increasing volatile and capricious media realm, anonymity provides much needed protection for those whose commentary cuts against the official narrative. And attacks against the anonymity are almost always designed to intimidate opponents and impact their livelihood or credibility. This is why, despite making a quote bold move of doxing the libs of TikTok account holder in her expose. Lauren still has not been able to specify exactly why this action was relevant or necessary. Yep. Because there, because in order for her to do it, she would have to admit that the purpose was intimidation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Bullying, which the left is supposedly totally against. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, These punitive measures send a worrying message that the only acceptable commentary is the propaganda sanctioned by the democratic arm of the corporate state machine. If one dares to express or promote sentiments that are a challenge to that hegemony, hegemony, uh, any consequences is morally justified. Yes. Uh, The doxing of the lips of TikTok Twitter user is only the tip of the iceberg. Agreement or disagreement with the sentiments expressed by an account being subjected to silencing shouldn't be the fulcrum upon which the hinge your concern over the precedent uh, over the president, their doxing sets for dissenting voices across the political spectrum. The aggressive and outlandish actions that are being carried out in the name of, quote, content moderation have the capacity to impact just about anyone who exists outside of the credential media bubble, including independent commentators and dissenting perspectives on both the left and the right. This is the same thing as the YouTube uh, fact check or the, the, the Facebook fact check. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. banning, and it's uh, banning banning and, people for 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 misinformation over the last couple of years. Yeah, well, and that's you know, and the thing is, is the reason why 
this is a tactic that um you know journalists have started using especially in the left is because they're really threatened by the democratization of journalism the fact that you don't have to go to school for journalism anymore you don't have to get a job at a major publication anymore in order to get your opinion out there in order to report on things because of social media because of things like mm -hmm. youtube and facebook and twitter and everything else you don't need to be one of them. You don't need to be part of the club. Yeah, we have we have Odyssey and 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 Substack, and we have alternative media. Uh, we have places like like uh, Streamyard that we're using. We don't have to use, you know, mainstream sites. So yeah, yeah I mean, those mainstream they're... sites are losing their piece of the pie, so they're getting pissed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. they they don't like it, and so anybody who becomes successful, not only doing that without being a journalist, but also does it against the narrative well now they have to attack that because it's yes. the only way they can attempt to gain any amount of relevance and exhibit any amount of control anymore yes uh jack asks is this doxing moving the window i mean the, yeah, the, I the, Over, the overton window um i think it's already been okay i think it's already been hmm. it, it's eh. WAPO wouldn't have done it if it wasn't already acceptable within their circles. Yeah, I think, you know, and I think that it's it's the inevitable result of the kind of the rise of the police calling Karens. Well, not only that, it's stuff, the right? um, like it's it's the next. Yes, it's the next step. Right. I mean, there's there's only so much that they can that they can do. Right. So now they have to up the ante. They have to find something new that they can use. Right. Because uh, nobody's getting the shot anymore. Right. Nobody's nobody's going to stop talking about Trump. Nobody's going to stop being conservative. Right. So now they have to find another way to try and hurt the people that they disagree with. Well, yeah, not only that, but I mean, they at this point, it's I think it because it's the inevitable next step. It's because they don't themselves. They're still too much of cowards to use the violence themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're still uh, and too that's, scared to actually do that because you know, that will result in real consequences directly to them. Yeah. And that's what, that's why, that's why they go digital with it. That's why they use the, the technology. If, if you look at like who runs, who, who's, who's big in the technology, who runs the, the, the technical sites, uh, you know, the, the, the social media sites, who runs uh, the big tech companies, who's really innovating, uh, on that on that spectrum of things, right? And it's it's leftist. Yep. Right. I mean, you you don't you don't see a Google headquarters in Idaho. Well, yeah, and I mean, look at right? the fact that like look at what happened where they were, like people complained about the censorship and they said, "Well, make your own platforms then." And then yeah. me, we happens, and now. Um, what is, what's the one that Trump has the that he's got like a waiting list and stuff for Tr truth, something truth yeah truth something it there's that now and they're like ha ha you're gonna create your own sites ah ha ha well, isn't that <laughs> what you just said to do that if and we they lose like their it, we and they lose their fucking minds when Elon talks about buying Twitter. yeah about buying Twitter and you notice <laughs> by the way that now after the board just said flat out we'd rather destroy our own company then have him take over. And then everyone started pointing out that it was against the fiscal interests of their yes. shareholders, which they're required to operate under yeah. that. As soon as that started getting pointed out and then Elon started uh, getting a bunch of people together to sue them over it. 
-hmm. at that point all of a sudden oh they're gonna take a second look at the uh, oh oh are you because again just like this doxing you honestly thought that you just could do whatever you wanted because in your own echo chamber this is okay and in your own echo chamber your own weird little world that's isolated from everything else Mm -hmm. you honestly believe that because you don't like them you should have the ability to do this because in your circle they're unpopular you should be able to do this it's it's the ultimate and fuck around find out just as a reference again to the mike tyson thing right that guy was fucking with tyson fucking with tyson fucking with tyson he threw a water ball at tyson and then tyson snapped yep right that guy fucked around fucked around fucked around and then he found out yeah that's the that's the same thing that's what happened with with, with taylor rince right now is that she fucked around Docs this docs the, the libs of TikTok owner, and now she's she's finding out. Mm-hmm. Right. And I hope I hope she can't sleep at night. Well, it's because I think it's because these people they they exist. What we need we need a, we need a trucker convoy around her apartment, honking their horns, <laughs> honking their horns until she loses her mind. Yeah, from from <laughs> ten a.m. to ten p.m. out there honking their horns. There's there's this little thing that you can make with a Raspberry Pi. It's called uh, an annoyinator. And it, you hook it up to, to a nine volt battery and a little speaker and it beeps at random tones and random volumes at random times. And it's very, very small. It's about this big when you're done with it. You can buy them on Amazon too. It's uh, the little prankers and they use the watch batteries and they make all, they make all sorts of different sounds. So you, you can hide that in somebody's house and they'll hear the beeps, but never be able to find it because Mm -hmm. the volume is alternating. Yes. So it doesn't get louder as you get closer <laughs> to it. So, so there's no way to about, find it. Yeah. Psychological warfare. Yes. Yes. Psyops. I love psyops. Yes. I'm pretty good at them. Um, uh, it, it, but like that's the thing is, though, is I think these people are so insular from the real world, right? The rest mm-hmm. of the world that they they have created their own brand of psychosis. Yes, like they they are. They're actually psychotic. Like it's this their own psychosis, where it's a div- their their view of reality is divorced from actual reality, mm-hmm. which is what they are upset about with the libs of TikTok thing. Is it was pointing out how psychotic they've really gotten, and mm-hmm. how separated from reality they really are, and they don't like suddenly having I, that exposed. <laughs> I saw people comparing it to January sixth. Speaking right, of not 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 the doxing, not the doc. They compared the 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 account. They compared the account to January sixth to the insurrection because it's their buzzword. Now January sixth yes. is their is their buzzword. Like it's it's the the idiot cowards equivalent of the remember the Alamo. <laughs> As it's, it's the equivalent of the of the lip, the libtard label. Yeah, they're yeah. just like yeah. It's I mean you know when you you see that constantly happen where like they they rally around you know people politically they rally around mm-hmm. a phrase that they want to mm-hmm. keep bringing up and keep saying and keep using <laughs> just, e- and to the point where trust, it's cheapened and it's ridiculous trust, or trust the plan follow the science yeah trust the plan yeah that mm-hmm. that stuff you know and they, oh, they hope and change build back better yeah exactly and they're make america great again yeah make america great again that's another big one you know that's taxation is theft well no that one's true well of course it's true (laughs) that was just a statement of fact i mean it's 9 11 it's only uh 9 43 jack 
He said it's literally <laughs> the worst thing since 9/11. It's uh, it's 9:43 on the East Coast, so it lives of TikTok. Uh, in the last half, in the last half hour, uh, I believe it is the worst thing. <laughs> lives lives of TikTok overthrew a government. Oh wait, um, <laughs> lives of TikTok is the reason we have a <laughs> is the reason that the, the Yemeni massacre is happening. Yeah, the, the lives of TikTok murdered <sighs> Turkish Armenians. Uh, <laughs> uh, under the current order, uh, the issue of censorship and political intimidation of opponents continues to transcend traditional partisan alliances. And if that issue is not threatened uh, with the consideration it warrants by actors of all dissenting sides of the political spectrum, it will result even more hegemoniously. It will hegemonious hegemon. Hegemonious. Say the word. There you go. <laughs> in tightly controlled media sphere where dissent eventually ceases to exist in spaces that are easily accessible to the mainstream. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it's the mainstream. That's the thing is it's the threat to the mainstream. Mm -hmm. It's this idea that you're not adhering to, you're not obeying the orders of the party. Are you anti-social? Yeah. Do we need to send yeah. you to the camps? There like... will be no outlanders. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. It's there. I mean, and that's the thing. It's it's what we're seeing is the same kind of stuff that you saw in the Soviet Union after Lenin took over, especially where anybody. Hey, come who... on now. Hey, hey no, no, come on. Russia is literally Nazis. We know this now. <laughs> yeah, the Russians are the Nazi. I love that. Yeah, Putin is basically <laughs> Hitler as he's his forces are fighting Nazis as as people. Nazis. Yeah. Did you see that the rally in Manhattan the other day? No, no. There was there was a, a pro Ukraine rally, and they were chanting Azov. Oh yeah, I did see that, and I just I was like, you know what they should have done though, really, so that everyone knew how much they support them is they should have saluted them, maybe like yeah. just with their right hand, right like palm, like palm the, down, the, outstretched the prayer. Yeah, right hand, stretch it, stretch it forward, outward, you know, upward. Yeah, slight upward you know, angle. Send send yeah. your send your thoughts and prayers to the Indian hand. Yeah, see, that's yeah. that's really what they they could start yeah. here, and yep. then move it outward and upward, go. and stand there, click their heels together, maybe as they do it. Ooh, <laughs> some nice Hugo Boss clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some nice black, maybe black Hugo Boss clothing. I mean, say then, what you will. Then they, and then and then they can then they can climb back in their Volkswagens and their 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 BMWs. Yeah, well, and, and it was uh, Hitler's. Uh, Hitler had a Maybach, I believe. Um, I think those were those were actually Maybachs, or the special division of, of Mercedes, yeah. sponsored by Fanta. Yeah, <laughs> you can be sponsored by Fanta. <laughs> That's the. You know what's funny is a uh, speaking of Fanta. A couple of years ago, just quick fun fact that you'll laugh really hard at. A couple of years ago, uh, Fanta brought back their original formula from World War II, which is really good. Doesn't taste like anything else out there. I actually really really like it. It's a apple mainly flavor and stuff it's really light whatever but they brought it back and in their advertising campaign it was a taste of the good old days it ran for like a couple of months and then somebody's like uh guys <laughs> like it was like an old man sipping a, a can of fanta that was like in his oh. like 70s Sipping a can of Fanta, and it was like, taste the good old days. And it's like, did he have like a little mustache like this? Yeah, yeah you're like, what? 
You you do Maybe remember an armband on while he was drinking it. <laughs> yeah, oh, like you do remember goodness. what the good old days were, right? Oh. <laughs> oh. I think you can still oh. find the ad on the internet. It's it's freaking hilarious because it's done so like seriously and everything is a real ad, and you're like, oh my god, well <laughs> that's that would be that would be like Volkswagen having a Founders Day, you know? It's uh. <laughs> Maybe, maybe David, no. what's up, man? Oh, uh, okay, okay, we got one. I got, I got one. Uh, I did not. Did I put this one on the list? I don't think I put this one on the list for you guys. Let's see. Okay, good. It's not on the list. I did grab the right one. Okay. Now that we had a laugh, we have to get Andrew angry. I, uh, yeah, I'm. That's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read the the title. I'm just gonna start reading the article. Uh, it's been said that no good deed goes unpunished. A Virginia Beach landowner is finding that out the hard way after he tried helping some people who were homeless by letting them set up camp on a piece of his land. After eight years, the city had other plans, and they now want the homeless people out. The property owner is Ron DeAngelis. In Italian, his name means the angel. In many ways, DeAngelis is an angel for the homeless people, a guardian angel who only wants to improve their quality of life. Uh, we, that's speaking of the, the newspaper, we met DeAngelis on his property at the electric utility pole in front of thick woods that hide what's behind it. Quote, it was foolish for them to have gas-powered portable generator. I said, you pay me the electric utility bill at the end of the month, which they have been doing for the past umpteen number of years. I'm happy. They're happy. Why ruin it? Yeah, who, seven years being hurt here. Seven years ago, DeAngelis put up an electric utility pole for the people camping out on his property. DeAngelis said the city of Virginia Beach claims in a summons to appear in court that DeAngelis quote unlawfully permits ongoing homeless encampment on property. Quote, I don't, I don't understand it myself. They've been here for eight years. What's wrong with it? The city told me the homeless people have to go. I'll tell you what's wrong is they're planning on seizing that through eminent domain and giving it to a big developer. That's what's yes. happening. Yes. Mm. Uh, he then took us again. Us is, is the, uh, the, the newspaper. He then took us back to the camp where six people now live. Quote, Andy Fox is coming to pay a visit. He announced as we found our way around a clean camp. There are four tents and a tarped common area. No trash on the ground. Clean. Usually about six people come back to the area. You cannot see the camp from Bird Neck Road, and they can't see out. The only the only one abutting property that can see one of the tarp structures. We met the neighbors who say he contacted the city not out of concern, but out of curiosity. He also mentioned sometimes you can hear the camp's residents talking. Why wouldn't you just pop over there to see what was going on? Jesus, fuck, you called this piece of shit. Because they don't want to get shot by a meth cook. Well, yeah, I can see yeah. that. Uh, you That's can fair. see where the appliances are plugged into an outlet. They have a top-line freezer where the hamburger was so frozen, if you knocked it on your knuckles, it hurt. DeAngelis got notice that the violation of the property is zoned, quote, business two. So he then moved the camp to the part of the property that's, uh, quote, residential 10, which is medium density. Ah! Right? He claims he went back to tell the zoning department that residents had moved to an R10 side of the property. A receptionist at the counter said that would be fine. Later, a zoning inspector contacted DeAngelis and okay. said that was not true and that the zoning ordinance says no recreational camping. It's not recreational. It's residential. 
Yeah. DeAngelis points out what he thinks is the most important. He says, quote, they are happy here. What's the big deal? I want them there. Uh, yeah. Clifton James is emotional about the possibility of having to leave the camp. Quote, that's a damn shame that somebody is trying to help these homeless people out of having a good heart. And now they want to take my landlord to court. Uh, D'Angelo goes on, quote, here's what I want. I want the city to leave them alone. They haven't created any problems in the last eight years. They are happy the way they are living. They're and, fine uh, with where they're at. They're bothering no one. They're yeah. not making a mess. Yeah. They're not negatively affecting anything. They're just trying to exist. But when you don't have a home, when you are the most indigent of indigent people, the state has a problem with uh -huh. you because you're less able to control those people because they already have nothing. You can't take anything away yep. from them. So what do they do? They take away the one thing they have, which is a place to safely stay. Yes. But they want to but they want to shove you into a homeless shelter with a hundred other people with other people with mental disorders. Uh, alcoholics, yeah, uh, drug addicts, thieves, during murderers, COVID. rapists. Yeah. During yeah. COVID. Oh, yeah. But um, you know the shit I've seen in fucking homeless shelters? Like my god. Yeah. Uh, he has and shit. He has court tomorrow morning. So next episode we should have an update on that. And he's doing stuff that like the eight years when, when stuff with when stuff is brought up about about the homeless and stuff especially like back in back in california and everything people are always tell me it's like well why don't you just let them stay on your property this guy's doing that <laughs> yeah he's doing that and now the city has a problem with it eight years it took him eight years before they're like okay no fuck you they gotta go right yeah. so so they've, they've been there eight years without any issue yeah and still no issue Still no yeah. issue. Yeah, they haven't caused any problems. Even a reporter, like right, an objective, uh, arguably objective third party, comes in and goes. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't messy. know. I don't know. If, I don't know if they've doxed anybody. So, I don't well, know if yeah. Well, like I said, arguably <laughs> objective. They're, but, but arguably, but they, it's cleaner than a normal campsite you would go to, like you know, well, Yellowstone. Yeah, no, no, or something that, that's and, that's the, that's yeah. the, they pointed out that it was clean. How clean? There was is. no trash. Yeah, there's no garbage anywhere. There's yeah. they're not affecting everything. Uh -huh. There's not. They're, they're just trying to live, man. And they've been there for eight years and they haven't affected anybody negatively at all. <laughs> they literally pay for their own electricity. Yeah. Like, what? Well, they're, they're not hurting anybody at all. There's nobody outside of that property is being affected in any way by them being there. This is the result of busy bodies and i can almost guarantee you that the government is pissed off because that's why it got pointed out that they're on a zoned business yep. section because again they want that property because they want to give it to a developer probably yep. entirely possible so but now they're on the residential side of the property which is yeah. weird how that can just happen Yeah, property being zoned in two different zones yeah one half so. and then the other well it's probably two separate lots and he bought them both yeah, would be my guess, but like, he yeah, that's, that's my thought. With it. Yeah, he the, the property owner mm -hmm. doesn't have a problem with it. The neighbors can't even see anything other than oh. a tarp. Yeah, that's it. And that's and that's only one neighbor. Yeah, and that's one neighbor who mm -hmm. just was curious. They weren't even mad about it. They were just like, yeah. oh, I wonder what that is. That was it. Yeah. And now they're trying to what? What's going to happen to them? Where are they going to go? Onto the street. Or into yeah, the they'll be out on the street. The, the shelters. Yeah, and then they're going to yeah. complain, and then <laughs> residents are going to complain. There's all these homeless people. Where'd they all come from all of a sudden? Well, they've been there the whole fucking time without you noticing. Yeah. 
And then you decided that your government should force them the hell out of where they were set up. Yep. It's, it's the all, same it's, shit it's, that it's the nip, city It's NIMBY. It's NIMBY bullshit, right? Not in my backyard. That's what yeah. it comes down to. It's it's the same shit that... Well, this isn't your backyard. This, here. this is this is David's backyard. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's his backyard, and he's fine with it. So... He walked like, in them. Yeah, they did the same. They did the same thing here, where where the city was just dumping all of its sewer, uh, big concrete sewer things that they bought and then didn't use. Where they dumped all those, the homeless set up there. They were fine. You couldn't see them from anywhere at all. Like the the walking trail through the marsh went on the other side of a berm and some woods from where the camp was, and you could not tell the camp was there, and you were within twenty five feet of it. Except that yeah. you heard voices over there. You had no idea what was going on. No one knew it was back there for the most part. It was fine. And then the city decided that, well, that's not okay now. We're going to force you out. <laughs> Kicked them all out. Crushed up all of the, the sewer oh. tubes and stuff and just used it as like landfill. And now they're all in tents that the city gave them. Set up in a city, the city park in the middle of town. Yep. completely coating the park with their tents that previously no one no one had anything to do with and now they're well, now, in the middle of a residential neighborhood now now they can be used as political ammo though because people can see them yeah mm -hmm. like they weren't hurting anybody no, no one cared and then you had to force them out where the hell else were they gonna go i don't know so it sounds like gov government is government is not a good not good people no. right what yeah <laughs> They're, uh, yeah. Uh, what famed, famed theoretical physicist calls NASA beaming Earth info into outer space a horrible idea? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Have you not watched Stargate? Independence Day? Yeah. <laughs> I watched Independence Day this morning. Yeah. Building our homeless people armed with 3D printed brass bean planters. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, uh there was a, a libertarian running for office. yeah there's there's a libert libertarian running for office in michigan who literally ran on the platform of arming the homeless and uh actually gave a homeless guy his shotgun nice <laughs> yeah i think that was that was 20, with a shotgun it was like 2017 mm. or something but yeah crazy libertarians arming <laughs> the homeless so they can defend themselves yeah. what uh, yeah, they need to protect themselves from the fucking aliens. Yeah, yeah, but I, I have to agree. Uh, I agree with Dave in the the comments. It'd be a good patch. The government is not good people. Just like government, not good people. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten would not recommend. Yeah, would not recommend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, critics are warning against the NASA plan to beam information about Earth into outer space with theoretical physicist Doctor Micho Kaku. Uh, saying it is a horrible idea. Brian Kim or Kilmead said the plan reportedly to include information about DNA structures, physics, diagrams of human bodies, and geo geolocation. Here's all of the information you could possibly need <laughs> to engineer bioweapons against us. Yay! As if they didn't have enough information from the from the kidnapping of probians. Yeah, like, are you kidding yeah. me? You got to wonder about the probing, too, because they've been doing it for, like, 50, 60 years that we know of, and I would wager the only yeah. thing they've actually figured out with it is that, like, one in seven don't actually mind it that much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Why does that stat make sense? 
<laughs> oh. oh, I'm not. I'm too sober to handle this. <laughs> oh. uh, Koku told Jesse Waters primetime that many people believe aliens are more like E.T., the extraterrestrial made for the screen by Steven Spielberg, rather than potential belligerent beings that could take over the Earth and kill its inhabitants. Yeah, why are you assuming they're peaceful? Have you not watched science fiction? <laughs> Uh, quote, the fundamental mistakes, they assume that the aliens are like E.T., warm and friendly, but they could be like the Borg out on a rampage over our corner of the galaxy. We can't assume the best case scenario in this situation. The yeah, best case scenario would be they're more like Paul. I'm just saying, E.T. E. Yeah. never stuck anything up people's bums. I mean, he could have, though, and it would have glowed. <laughs> why is my belly button glowing because that was it's a, a long finger it's a nightlight <laughs> yeah. I mean there, there are definitely people who otherwise would not be okay with that but are curious because it glows like <laughs> can you still see it how brightly does it glow oh god <laughs> if I edited this podcast at all I would remove that entire sentence <laughs> <laughs> there we go Dave mostly peaceful face huggers yeah peaceful <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's, but I mean like, look at look, look, like, okay, so you got Independence Day, uh, Stargate, um, what else? What, what else we War got? War of here? the Worlds, oh, War of yes, yeah, War, War of the, the Worlds. worlds. Uh, uh, Kaku of the, added that the Orson Welles classic War of the Worlds is another potential warning. Yeah, well, it wasn't that the Martians hated Earthlings. No, we were just in the way. They wanted the Earth, and they had the technology to run over us, so we had to be careful. We just had to cough on them. <laughs> Oh, what was that horrible, horrible John Travolta alien movie they took over the planet? Oh, the um, Battlefield Earth, which is actually based on actual Scientology, and is that's why it's so terrible and ridiculous. Um, but there's no uh, that that episode of uh, Twilight Zone, right? To surf man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. noted that the current plan is a follow-up to a 1974 project when a message was beamed from the now defunct uh, radio telescope in Puerto Rico. That year, the interstellar message was beamed into a distant star cluster. Quote, in retrospect, I think that was a dumb idea. Playing Russian roulette with a loaded gun, not knowing who's out there, what their intentions are. I think it was really foolhardly. Russian roulette with a loaded gun is a little redundant. Like if you're playing Russian roulette with an unloaded gun, everybody just wins. I There are worse things to play Russian roulette with. Yeah, you can play it with an automatic like that guy that won a Darwin award. We've all seen uh uh, uh um what is it uh, Tiger uh American Pie American Pie Beta House? Yeah, then playing playing with an automatic weapon is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, uh, some uh, even a semi-automatic weapon. Is well, I mean, automatic loading. Like if it's a, if it, if you can if you work the action, it runs uh, around. Like you're just committing yeah. suicide. I. Kalein uh, remarked it could turn into a real life version of the 1996 film Independence Day. We need to find uh, an alcoholic crop duster pilot, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I I hate that. That actually sounds like a good idea. You know that it would be the alcohol crop duster pilots who would win. Like they just beat the shit out of them because, like, oh, you have this technology where maybe your ship can predict their flight path. You're not going to predict that flight path. <laughs> who knows where they're going? <laughs> they don't even know. <laughs> oh, that worked. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, hence. Spent like eight winos up in World War II airplanes, and turns out that was what we needed. Look at that! <laughs> oh, a fifth oh, of Jack for a kill. 
Yeah, boy, that would surprise the shit out of the aliens, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, they defeat us so quickly. I don't know. They're all drunk. <laughs> we got the stick in one hand and Jack in the other. Woo! Actually, I've I've watched enough uh, a Star Trek to know that you just have to beat them in 3D chess by not playing in a way that makes any logical sense. Start making up rules only if it's after 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. Or, or we we could just dox them. <laughs> dox them. <laughs> ah, they're work. from SETI Alpha Five. Checkmate. Or <laughs> <laughs> like fucking uh. Ender's Game, or how many other like every single science fiction movie that involves contact with aliens. Like, yeah, aliens like, are like, like those. Yeah, like there's two things you don't do. You don't give. You don't. You don't make AI, and you don't fuck with aliens. Yeah. Like the, the right. and, you, and you don't open fucking lead sarcophaguses. Well, I mean, <laughs> most sarcophagi from the upper classes from the Middle Ages and into Roman period were lead. That's, okay, we need a, that was we need a nerd used. button. Just a button that <laughs> just goes, nerd. I'm just pointing <laughs> out, like, they were all lead, man. Like, all of them. All yeah, of and them. we shouldn't open any of them. Why not? You curious? Are you curious what's inside? No. <laughs> I'm they also the buried, guy who, they were they were buried for a reason and we should respect that and leave it alone because they were dead and not burying them would probably spread disease it spread <laughs> disease anyway well it could but I'm just saying like I'm the guy though that like would because I, I don't believe in curses and shit so like I'm the guy who would be like oh look it's an ancient Egyptian sarcophagus that with a bunch of curses on it I'm opening it all right Andrew does not agree with me we need to dox him <laughs> and once again i will remind you <laughs> feel free oh that is a paintball gun do not worry for Just legal reasons his, that's an airsoft kick in his door you'll be fine yeah i'm never more than three <sighs> steps away from a gun in my house but yeah it's uh that'll, that'll work out well tickle oh, yes um Let's see. Do we have time? Yeah, we have time. Okay. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Sonoma County, that's the uh, wine county here in California, unveils the first ever proposed well water fees under pioneering California groundwater law. Oh, good Lord. And a dramatic shift from California's history of allowing landowners to freely pump and consume water from their own wells. Sonoma County's rural residents and many others will soon begin paying for the water drawn from beneath their feet. And a sprawling 81,284-acre Santa Rosa Plain groundwater basin. The proposed registry fee for a rural resident is $18 to $25 a year, much lower than the rates of the more sparsely populated Petaluma and Sonoma Valleys. So uh, in the 44,846 Sonoma Valley Basin, the fee would be $40 to $80 a year. Uh, and in the upper Petaluma Basin, it could be $115 to $200 a year. So this is this – is Basically, the government would be taxing these people for using their own private wells. Yeah. Because the government owns the water now. But they won't tax the corporations like... Uh, you know, Fucking Nestle? Nestle. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, don't forget well, that, have... you know, we've seen the a war almost break out between two states over uh, water rights. Uh, er uh, Arizona and Colorado are having an issue right now 
uh, not mm-hmm. Arizona, Colorado. Um, uh, uh, Nebraska is it Nebraska, Colorado? I think Nebraska, Colorado. They're having an issue with that right now, and then uh, uh, Arizona, Nevada, are, are also having an issue with with water fighting uh, fighting over a river. Yeah, I mean, look at like look at what the Colorado River looks like now near its end versus what it looked mm-hmm. like fifty years ago, and. So like, and now, you know, oh, so which, you know, pretty clearly indicates the state is definitely a great arbiter of uh, proper use of resources. But I I mean, I don't know how it is in in California. I know in Wisconsin, you own all mineral and like resource rights to the center of the earth on your property. Uh, Dave asked, did they pass the tax on each mileage? Each mileage citizen drives a car truck. Uh, no, they tried to do the mileage thing, uh, and it kind of backfired on them. Um, it, mainly, like the, the the big reason it failed was because of the truckers, because we have the, the, the ports in Oakland and, and Los Angeles, um, huge shipping, and and the truckers were like, "Fuck you, no." Yeah, uh, Seattle. Um, Seattle's trying to push it though. Washington is trying to push. Of that. course, they are. Yeah, because that's the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, the PN dub. But you know that I, I don't know. I mean, I would assume in California it's gotta be fairly similar, right? Like you own the mineral rights on your property. Uh it it varies. It varies. Like somebody somebody can buy the mineral rights or they can buy the timber rights. Um, I right. don't believe that anybody can own the water rights. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe I believe you can you can acquire water rights from the government, uh, if you're a farmer, things like that. Uh, but this is the first time they've gone after private wells uh, in that regard. It's on my fucking property. Like, <laughs> I dug a hole to water. Like, on my property. <laughs> I dug the fucking hole, and I'm pumping water out of it. Like, fuck you. Yeah. No, yeah. you don't get to tax me on that. Well, they don't want self-sustaining people. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, it's the Calvary same reason. Especially. Like, Well, yeah, and it's the same reason that you see like the push for the electric vehicles because if Mm -hmm. you have a gas-powered vehicle, you can figure out how to (laughs) get fuel independent of government. But electricity is a lot harder. The people pushing the electric the electric vehicles have never seen a lithium mine. Yeah, I have. Or the the process of what it what it goes through to to acquire lithium. Um, And there's actually a a, uh, Elon came out about that the other day and and posted an article about how. uh, um, the demand for lithium is way, way, way higher than the current supply. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, he straight up but, said that like the reason that Teslas are taking so long to get to customers <laughs> is not because of a lack of demand. That's not why the sales are down. Yeah, it's because we honestly can't make them quickly enough because we need batteries to make mm-hmm. them run. And so yeah. again, you, you've all you've done going to these electric cars is you swapped one finite resource for another finite and even when you show them a picture of the lithium mines and explain that process they're still completely in denial about it's like well you know it's still a better idea to go ahead and switch to the electric vehicles in the long run it's like climate change (laughs) yeah and have you seen what lithium mines do to the environment around them i'm just saying we got we got a whole bunch of seawater and if seawater's rising uh there's hydrogen in it Yeah, except that it takes the problem with hydrogen fuel is that it's a net negative fuel. It takes more energy to crack the hydrogen off of the oxygen molecules hey, from water I'm, I'm trying, than you I'm get trying to out use, of it. I'm trying to use their own logic against them. Hold on. <laughs> well, you could go to pure ethanol if you wanted to. That's a renewable resource. 
Oh no no we need the we need the corn for No, they're actually paying farmers to not farm corn anymore. Yeah. It's if if you just converted to pure ethanol, <laughs> that in fact would be fine because it's infinitely renewable. You can just keep growing more corn and just keep refining it. And it just takes heat from wood, which is also a renewable resource to produce ethanol. People do it in West Virginia all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, popcorn was ahead of his time. Oh, popcorn. You know, it's so weird to me that I went to high school with his niece. Like, that's super bizarre. I, it still trips me out, man. Yeah. So anyway, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> so how about what happens when the weapons sent to Ukraine? The U.S. doesn't really know. Operation Fast and Furious. What? <laughs> uh, the U.S. Has moderate a, rebels. Hold on, hold on. We'll get to that. Uh, the U.S. has a few ways to track the sustainable supply of anti-tank, anti-aircraft, and other weaponry to send across the border into Ukraine. Uh, a blind spot that's due in large to part of the lack of the U.S. boots on the ground in the country and easily portability of many of the smaller systems now pouring across the border. It's a conscious risk the Biden administration is willing to take. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tell me where you've heard this before. In the short term, the U.S. sees the transfer of hundreds of millions of dollars worth of equipment to be vital to the Ukrainians' ability to hold off Moscow's invasion. A senior defense official said Tuesday that it, quote, Certainly the largest recent supply to a partner country in a conflict. But the risk, both current U.S. officials and defense analysis say, is in the long term, some of those weapons may wind up in the hands of other militaries or militias that the U.S. did not intend to harm. It's very vital that we give a large <laughs> amount of American military equipment and training to <laughs> rebels and insurgents in a country to hold off the Russians. This oh, sounds oh, I got the Rambo the Rambo 3 familiar. song playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so, dedicated to the brave fighters of the Mujahideen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hi, yeah. I'm I mean, the it, CIA. It, it, you totally, made it totally worked out. It worked out so well in Afghanistan. Um and in and in Syria and and in I mean, Libya. Nothing went wrong there. Um at all. I don't know what you're about it. Yeah. Hi, I'm the CIA. You remember may remember me from such hits <laughs> as arming the moderate rebels. <laughs> and arming the moderate rebels too. Yeah, arming the moderate rebels too. And arming the moderate rebels three <laughs> redo. <laughs> arming the moderate the prequel, arming the moderate rebels, Iran. Yeah. <laughs> oh. it well, just... the, the prequel. Or the uh, the and the the spinoff arming the moderate rebels through the sale of drugs, <laughs> <laughs> arming the moderate rebels, Benghazi. Yes, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Regime Tell change. You. What could possibly go wrong? I uh, see. We, we arm we arm the moderate rebels in Afghanistan, and they became the Taliban. Right, Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. Uh, in in Syria, and they became, um, what was it? What was the acronym? ISIS. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's there's all the Azov already exist. So we yeah we, yeah, we, and they, the, they, the they, actual... they can't they can't create. Can you imagine being a World War II veteran who like landed on D Day and fought your way across Fortress Europe, 
And then you're watching the American government literally give Nazis enormous amounts of military equipment. Like, <laughs> what the okay. hell? Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying what? to say, away. okay, okay. State National Guards to send armored vehicles to Ukraine. Multiple governors announced this week that their state National Guards will be sending armored vehicles to Ukraine in response to a request from the Pentagon. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and West Virginia Governor Jim Justice, both Republicans, announced this week that their state National Guard will be providing an unspecified number of M113 armored personnel carriers, which help move equipment and soldiers, quote, while providing protection from small arms fire and the effects of artillery. Anybody else like seeing that scene in Lord of War right now? You can delay your offensive for a few more days. I can provide you armored personnel carriers, which would dramatically reduce your casualties. <laughs> hey, go to me, the Lord of War. I think it is you. <laughs> uh, as we continue to learn about Russian war crimes in Ukraine, those of in Ohio stand ready to help the Ukrainian people in any way possible. Like, don't get me wrong. The Russians probably have done some terrible things in Ukraine. That that seems likely. But almost yes. all of the evidence says that the Ukrainians are doing it to themselves. <laughs> so they can be like, look at how horrible the Russians are and get more military oh, equipment from the United oh, States. Oh. And remember Zelensky with his I need a billion dollars. The development well, comes just days. The development comes just days after President Biden announced that the U.S. will send Ukraine another $800 million in military support, which includes 72 155mm howitzers and more than 121 ghost drones. Ghost drones? Ghost drones. See, I want one of those. They keep worrying about ghost guns. I want some ghost oh, fucking drones. Oh. A separate round right. of eight hundred million dollar in aid to Ukraine was authorized by Biden earlier this month, including two hundred M one thirteen APCs, three hundred switchblade drones, and other equipment. I just I hear ghost drone, and all I can think of is the that video of that DJI Phantom or DJI Phantom in uh, Burma, where they yes. they fly over and like <laughs> drop, drop a bomb. Right from the drone, like that's fucking brilliant, man. Oh. And those are the guys that are using the FGC nines too. Let's see, uh, like... the Phoenix Ghost drone. What is a Phoenix? Oh, Al Jazeera has an article on it. <laughs> Yay! <sighs> what is uh, the guys? Phoenix Ghost <laughs> tactical unmanned aerial system was designed mainly for striking targets. Let's see, I, by a uh, U.S. company Avex Aerospace are particularly well suited to fight in Ukraine's east in the flat and open terrains of the region known as the Donbass. Uh, the Donbass, that, that whole area, uh, I don't even really want to, I, I ain't going to get into it, but let's just say, leave it at Russia actually has a point. But <laughs> 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 historically, they have a point. Yes. But the oh the hold on the U.S. Air Force created a new weapon system called the Phoenix Ghost for Ukraine. How could that go wrong? Brand yes. new technology. Oh my just, god! I, 
I mean, we, so we, like, during World War II, right, leading up to World War II, before the United States entered it, we were selling military equipment to Britain in huge amounts, but we hadn't actually joined the war, right? We were technically yeah. still neutral. But then our ships started getting sunk. Same with World War One, Our ships started getting sunk, um, like the Lusitania, which got sunk, you know, leading into World War One, and that's what kind of brought the United States into the war. And then now, since we found it and sent subs down, we discovered that the hold was, in fact, full of artillery pieces and rounds, making yep. it war material and therefore a legitimate target, which the Germans had always maintained anyway. Um, but, like, we we've, we do that. That's what the United States likes to do. But we previously, in other conflicts, sold it to them. Mm -hmm. We gave it to them in exchange for money. We were selling things. Simply giving equipment to a side is choosing a side. <laughs> that that yes. is entering a conflict. That is. <laughs> yes, as Jack asked, you know, how is that not a declaration of war against Russia? If you're already equipping my enemy, are you not my enemy? Right? Oh well, I mean, you gotta if you, if you go back to, to Syria, right? 2013, 2014, like there were there were CIA backed militias that were fighting Russian backed militias. Yeah, there's also CIA-backed militias fighting uh, FBI-backed militias, but that, that's that's a different conversation. <laughs> that whole pro proxy war thing. But yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that was that was over a pipeline. Now again, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Part of that is because of a, a pipeline. Um, but yeah, I mean, arming arming Ukraine against Russia is is a slap in the face to Russia. And we we can we can we can go tinfoil hat and and say that the uh, the shutdown in Shanghai uh, is part of 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 that slap back because mm -hmm. of the the U.S.'s involvement uh, with Ukraine against Russia. Oh yeah, almost guaranteed. Um, the, the, the Shanghai lockdown closed the port. There's there's like five hundred cargo ships sitting out there right now. Mm -hmm. Five hundred cargo ships, and the U.S. is a net importer of goods. It is a net importer of food. And a lot of that comes from East Asia. Yeah, which we never should have been. There's no re legitimate yeah, it's, reason it's, for the United it's States to be US, it's, 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 it's China's way of putting sanctions on the U.S. without actually putting sanctions on the U.S. Right, because putting actual sanctions on the U.S. is a very dangerous. Would 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 be you know when uh, what is it when when goods don't cross borders, uh, soldiers will. Mm -hmm. Right, I think that's but, I think that's the quote. Well, don't forget at DefCon, the organization DefCon released a statement uh, a couple of days ago that pointed out that there are three countries that have now officially declared that they would use nuclear weapons without nuclear provocation: Russia, China, mm -hmm. and North Korea. Yeah, <laughs> none of those are on our side, guys. Yeah, nope. and they've all been like, "No, we're totally willing to nuke you without you nuking us first. Yes. Um. Let's see. Back to the. Um. Let's see. Uh. Uh. Wind up in the hands of militaries and militias that the U.S. did not intend to arm. Quote: We have fidelity for a short time, but when it enters the fog of war, we have almost zero. Said one source briefed on U.S. intelligence. "Quote: If dro it drops into a big black hole, and you have almost no sense at all after a short period of time." Yeah, how could that if, possibly go wrong? If making the decision to send billions of dollars of weapons and equipment into Ukraine, the Biden administration factored in the risk that some of the shipments may ultimately end up in uninspected places. 
But right now, the official said the administration views a failure to adequately arm Ukraine as a greater risk. Just saying that the the, the, the Twin Towers, 9-11, supposedly happened by the people that the U.S. was arming mm-hmm. in the 1980s. I just want to put that out yeah. there. Against Russia. Oh, there's... I, And they got really upset when the U.S. cut off that pipeline. When I was yeah, when I was in um, Afghanistan, I mean, I just, we would I'm, see... I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on this right now. I'm gonna jump on this right now. The Azov haters for our freedom. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's why <laughs> the the you know when I was in Afghanistan, like I f- saw, um, you know, a- at least in one place, there was a Russian tank that had been blown up during the Soviet invasion that was very clearly hit by an American-made missile. Mm-hmm. And the same day we were shot at by an American made missile. <laughs> yeah. It's like this, this, uh, you, you can't like write a more ironic thing than that. Like it was definitely a, an American um, stinger that was fired at our helicopter the same day that we saw a burned out old tank, rusted tank from the mm-hmm. Soviet invasion sitting there that have been hit by an American made anti-tank missile. Like <sighs> this is, it's, it's absolutely absurd that like, they think that this is a good idea. This has never been a good idea. This has never in American history worked out to our favor. Never in all no, of American that's, history. That's why they keep doing it. That's why they keep doing it again and again. This and again. time it'll like, work. Like how many? How many times? Like I, I want to say it's like three times that the U.S. was involved uh, in Iranian elections, like oh, like over overthrowing the, the 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 sheiks and all that good stuff. We were all but dry humping the Shah of Iran. Are you kidding me? Like right, exactly. And now and now Iran is Iran is considered to be one of our greatest threats, one of our biggest enemies. Um, Which is funny because they're they're very nice people. You know, I've been there because you can't go yeah. there in an American passport. You can on an Irish one. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's, it hurts i'm just i'm just gonna say that it hurts it's yeah i mean it it just you know and the thing is that every single time we've intervened in conflicts like this every single time we've gone in and been like we're gonna help these rebels or we're gonna help this army i mean look at vietnam Right. Like the, the, when we helped South Vietnam, they were being run by a tyrant as it is. And like, we still propped that motherfucker up. Mm-hmm. And like, famously, I think it was Kissinger said, well, he may be a rotten bastard, but he's our rotten bastard. Well, <laughs> what was Chris Stevens doing in Benghazi? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, 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 were... and then what happened? And then what happened after that? <laughs> well, because he started asking questions about why the hell the agency no. had the presence there. It did. And what were they doing? And then they found out because they started getting shot at by the same weapons he was selling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Clinton and abandoned him so that the she yep. could come. Go watch. Go watch 13 hours. That is an absolutely fantastic movie. Uh, if you ignore the obvious propaganda. And I love well, that very... they make I love that they make the government look like assholes though. Yeah, well, because remember most of the guys who died there, they were not like they were described in the media as Navy SEAL. Well, and you know, Navy SEALs and special forces, they're all contractors. 
They're all private citizens mm-hmm. who had been hired and were being paid. Yeah. They were not part of the American military. Um, and it's yeah. still really good, despite the fact that Dan Bilzerian's in it. Yes. <laughs> and he's an asshole. Yes. Fucking Bilzer ass mother. He does get he does get shot in John Wick, though, so it's okay. Yeah. Anything that results in Dan Bilzerian looking like an ass is is good for me. It's yes. That fucking washout motherfucker couldn't even hack it. <laughs> I can't make it through buds, but you know, I was almost as fuck you. Yes. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Here's another one. Here's Andrew's going to hurt himself. Okay. Uh, because the U.S. military is not on the ground, the U.S. and NATO are heavily relying on information provided by Ukraine's government. Privately, <laughs> officially trustworthy. <laughs> privately, officials recognize that Ukraine has an incentive to give only information that will bolster their case for more aid, more no. arms, and more diplomatic assistance. What? You don't say. <laughs> You don't fucking say. No. <laughs> I I am shocked. I, I, oh, I, it you hurt. You mean to tell me the Nazis are not trustworthy? <laughs> what? When did that happen? I mean, they always seem so on the up and up historically. <laughs> Just above board, you know. Yes. <laughs> absolutely reliable. Oh my god. Oh, you know that they, they should be doxing the docks and the Russians. That's what they should be doing. They are though. That's the thing. Is that the oh my god, the video, the video of the Ukrainians calling the dude's mom that he just domed. That is the that is one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. Yeah, they they are doxing them, and they're doing that, and they're doing it regularly. And Jesus, fuck it, like what a piece. They're literally, they're literally the Washington Post. Like I would, I could see doing it to apologize to her. Yes. And say, I'm really sorry. It, hey, this, this didn't need to happen. Yeah, this is this was war. I'm really sorry. I just want you yeah. to know, you know, how sorry I am, blah, blah, blah. No. Which isn't really going to mean much, honestly. You fucking shot her kid in the head. But <laughs> the fact that they do that, like, oh, my God. And, like, these are the people that we're sending weapons to? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got another quote. It is war. Everything they do and say publicly is designed to help them win the war. Every public sentiment is an information operation. Every interview, every Zelensky appearance broadcast is an information operation. It doesn't mean they're wrong to do it in any way, though. So this is a cop-out, although technically correct. (laughs) This is like technically right, right? Like you're going to do everything that you possibly can to win a war, but they're using their, well, of course they're going to do everything they can to win a war as justification for sending millions and millions and millions of dollars of American military hardware. Billions with a B. Oh yeah. It's gotten to that. Yeah. Yeah. Billions of dollars. But you got $1,400 from the government last year. I didn't, but other people did. People who file taxes did, yeah. uh, but <laughs> I didn't. but uh, they they got you know that you're sending all of that to them into a black hole where it could wind up in the hands of Nazis, it could wind up in the hands of mild Nazis or hardcore Nazis, mm-hmm. yeah. or maybe people <laughs> who aren't Nazis at all. But you have they're, absolutely they're, no oversight of this whatsoever. Oh, they're just they're they're just moderate Nazis. Yeah, they're moderate Nazis. They're moderate. They're only Nazis. a little fascist and anti-Semitic. It's okay. 
it's don't forget these are the same people right and they will argue and like that happened i i showed you guys that in the chat that dude that was arguing that they totally weren't really nazis yeah um that they honestly believe that they're not nazis in uh, just a few years they stopped being nazis despite the fact that just a few years ago <laughs> there was a giant rally where the Azov Battalion oh. was wearing Nazi SS uniforms, like Waffen SS and Einstadt's <sighs> uniforms <laughs> around the a memorial that is state-sponsored to a Nazi war criminal who famously declared the Balkans Juden Frey. Yep. All right. Oh, two, two paragraphs. The Biden administration and NATO countries say they are providing weapons uh, to Ukraine based on what the Ukrainian forces say they need. Whether it's a portable system like the Javelin and Stinger missiles or the Slovakian S-300 air defense system that was sent over last week. Javelin and Stinger missiles and rifles and ammunition are naturally harder to track than the larger systems like the S-300, which was shipped by rail. Although Javelins have serial numbers, there's little way to track the transfers and use in any real time, sources familiar with the matter say. Because they explode. <laughs> Last week, the U.S. agreed to provide Kiev uh, with the type of high-powered capabilities some Biden administration officials viewed as too much of an escalation risk a few short weeks ago, including 11 M1 or MI-17 helicopters. 18 155 millimeter howitzer cannons and 300 more switchblade drones. So what I'm hearing is that I just need to start a small war with Russia, and then I too. Which, can that's what we need to do. We need to, we need to, we need to go over there and just keep poking the bear, keep poking the bear, keep the poking the bear, keep poking the bear until the bear responds like Tyson did, and then we can ask the government for help. That's what the guy should have done instead of saying, "Hey, stop him." <laughs> The guy should have asked Joe Biden for help because Mike Tyson was punching him. Exactly. He should have been like, I need $6 billion a month now. <laughs> you know, there's a book, there's a book and they, they did make it in a oh. movie. That's okay. Called the mouse that roared. I don't know if anybody is familiar with it mm -hmm. other than me. That's about this, this tiny, Nerd. like little, little dookie in uh, Eastern Europe. That's broke. And needs help and things and they realize that countries that go to war with the united states and then lose the united states proceeds to give them tons of economic support and things and like build yeah. their military and everything so they declare war on the united states intending to lose so that the u.s will give them a ton of shit <laughs> okay so dave, dave asked the question are the nazis azov in ukraine like a lot of people large section of the population the government or is it like a battalion uh there's some history here actually it was a essentially uh, the descendants of, of Polish Nazis, They're, they actually yep. helped the Nazis when, when the Nazis invaded. And yes. they were they were a militia group that was fighting Russian separatists in 2014. And the Russians were, of course, supporting them. And, and Obama was sending over arms to the, the, Azov, the Azov militia at that point. Uh, and they got so big that the Ukrainian government just said, OK, you're working for us now. And took them under their wing. Yeah, and you have to keep in mind, so it's time for history. So the the Nazi relationship in Ukraine is well documented and very obvious. So when the Nazis invaded not, Ukraine, right? Because Nazis and child trafficking is what Ukraine's known yeah, for. Yeah. Um it's and chicks with really big boobs. But anyway, that's, so that's true. 
<laughs> just, I love Ukrainian. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> the uh, the when the Nazis invaded Ukraine in World War II, right? They came in from the West and the Soviets came in from the East. Well, the Soviets had already controlled so much of Ukraine that the Nazis were largely viewed as liberators by a lot of the Ukrainians. And the uh, majority of, in fact, the Holocaust that was perpetrated in Ukraine was not perpetrated by the Einstadts themselves. They were only overseers. Mm -hmm. It was perpetrated by the Ukrainians, who also were, by and large, very anti-Semitic. They were cool with the Nazis. They've always been viewed, by and large, by the entire population of Ukraine. The majority of the population of the Ukraine views the Nazis as would have been liberators from mm -hmm. Soviet oppression. So they've always had a strong presence. There's always been a strong Nazi, neo-Nazi presence in the Ukraine. Um, that has continued forward. Um, the, uh, the, um, uh, yeah, Blumenkrieg. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, the Nazis, uh, now in Ukraine are, I mean, are obviously not the same Nazis they were because the original Nazis were, you know, actual Seven, Nazis. 70 years ago. Yeah, but the Nazis now are direct descendants, if only even politically, of that. It's it's the same culture. None of the, It's an unbroken chain of Nazism. Again, there are monuments to Nazi war criminals in Ukraine that the state uh -huh. put up. This has always been a thing in Ukraine. It probably will always be a thing in Ukraine. They're very pro-Nazi. They're very pro-fascist. They have no problems with the Nazis really at all. Um, the government that's installed now that was installed <laughs> in 2014, largely with the help of the central intelligence agency is very pro Nazi is very closely aligned with the Azov battalion. Um, they call themselves a battalion, but they're actually larger than that uh, yeah. at this point, but they are Nazis. They wear black suns and um, the, was it the angel wing or th whatever mm -hmm. um, swastikas? Yeah, they have swastika on their on their battalion flag. Yeah, they have no problem. They iron eagles. And, you see and, iron okay. eagles all over the time. <laughs> Facebook, Facebook will ban you uh, if you post a Hitler thing, or if you post a, a German swastika. But if you post a Azov swastika, um, and, and shedding Azov and, or Ukraine in a positive light, Facebook will allow it to stay up. Yeah, they, they, the, actually, they actually publicly changed that policy. Yeah, the, the insignia that you see that, that Azov has, where it's like a line and then there's like half a swastika there, it's called the yeah. angel wing. Yeah, um, that's a classic Nazi symbol. The Black Sun, if you actually go to Heinrich Himmler's SS castle, where he planned to have a grotto for uh, <gasps> SS heroes to be put, you know, after like mm -hmm. be cremated and then their urns put around a circle. If you look at the floor, I've been there. If you look at the floor, it's a big black sun. Yeah. Um, the, this is, you can argue that it's Norse symbols and stuff. And yes, the, the, the Norse and, you know, the, the Vikings operate in Ukraine and stuff, but no, they're not using that because of that. They're using yeah. that All because right. they're using Nazi symbolism. All right. Skipping, skipping down a couple paragraphs in the CNN article. Another congressional source said the U S military, the U S military view the information it's receiving from Ukraine is generally reliable because the U S has been trained and equipped the Ukrainian military for eight years now, developing strong relationships, but that doesn't mean there aren't some blind spots. 
since 2014 when the CIA helped install a Nazi government. (sighs) Yeah, it just, it's, it's, the CNN article just goes on and on and on. It's just ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. And it gets more ridiculous. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing because we only got about 20 minutes left and I'm tired of sitting well, like here said, already. It's, it's a CNN article, so yeah, it's ridiculous just from the start. Can we, can we, speaking of CNN, can we talk real quick about how hilarious it is that <laughs> CNN Plus lasted less time than my first marriage? 21 days. There's 21 days. The Mauer Wildlife days. Refuge Occupation. Lasted longer. And I'd love to point CNN out Plus. that Forrest Mommy has more subscribers on Twitter than CNN Plus did. Nice. Of viewers, yeah. It's... <laughs> David said, for a media portrayal, you'd think they were all Greek Orthodox Catholic grannies. Yeah, well, that's the media's job. The Catholic Church has a history with Nazis that they'd like to cover up. <laughs> but we know. like People don't forget. Like <laughs> People don't forget. Catholicism <laughs> is popular in Ukraine. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> and largely that was, that was burst out of the Spanish Civil War no. because the, I'm going to get swatted now. Yeah. yeah. The Span, in the Spanish Civil War, the, the communist forces were largely, like, they were straight up executing mm-hmm. priests in the street and things so the catholic church uh sought refuge with the the fascist side with franco's forces and so they wound up very close to fascists uh across europe including you know the most famous of fascists who weren't quite really fascist or national socialists but close enough the nazis so let's see uh <laughs> let's see uh, bah, 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 bah. uh united states let's see where's the where's the paragraph go <sighs> uh such a risk as part of any consideration to send weapons overseas. First, for decades, the U.S. sent arms into Afghanistan, first to arm the Mujahideen in their fight against the Soviet army, then to arm the Afghan forces against their fight against the Taliban. Famously <laughs> Inevitably, worked. some weapons ended up on the black market, including anti-aircraft stinger missiles, the same kind the U.S. is now providing to Ukraine. Yeah, they uh, actually a chunk of those wound up finding their way to the PLO uh, in palestine and uh some of them found their way other places to other organizations that are somewhat allied with the plo that we won't go into but there's a song about it it's called the samsung you may have heard of it (laughs) uh so the risk of similar scenario happening in ukraine also exists the defense official acknowledged in 2020 the defense department inspector general released a report raising concerns about the end use monitoring of weapons being sent to Ukraine. In 2020, the defense department inspector general released a report raising concerns about the end use monitoring of weapons being sent to Ukraine. That means that means before 2020, the U S was openly sending aid quote aid to Ukraine. Uh, Green Berets have been there since 2014. Oh, hold on. Quote, this could be a problem 10 years down the line, but that doesn't mean it shouldn't be something worth thinking about it. Over 50 million rounds of ammunition, all that ammunition isn't going to be used to fight the Russians. Eventually, that ammunition is going to be misused, whether intentionally or not. Unintentionally uh, misused. 
That's according to an analyst how, from the Cato Institute. How would it be unintentionally misused? I'm just I'm just questioning that unintentionally misused. <laughs> unintentionally I didn't misused. actually mean to shoot like that all those people. Oh, uh, whoops. Uh, oh, but, I just it's uh, I tripped I mean, I and think, the missile went off. Yeah, I, I think they mean like <laughs> it wasn't intentional that it went to the people to be for the use that it went to when it was sent there. <laughs> yeah. History repeats itself because people are stupid. Yes. 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 Very stupid. They don't learn history. They don't ask questions about it. And they don't understand. I mean, don't forget, like, what was it now? Two years ago that I did that show? The Weimar America? Something like that. Um, yeah. Status quo, like two years ago. And look at what I said in that show. And how much I predicted that's now we're like, mm, there it is. That's yeah. because people don't learn history. They don't that's, see this. No, it's 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 because they watch, they listen to the show and they're like, this is good ideas. We're gonna write this down. Thanks, Andrew. Andrew, yeah. Andrew you literally fucked us all. Thank you. Yeah, I apparently well, George, yep. you, George Orwell, you walked right? us right into Cloud Piven. <laughs> I say blame George Orwell because eight, 1984 has turned into an instruction. It's gonna be it's gonna be Cloud Piven Goff. Yeah. <laughs> don't associate me with that. Well, I mean, it was your idea. God damn it. I was saying, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, well. But I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that that's the thing is that you, you see this over and over and over again, where the, the agency gets involved. They start arming people. They start training people. They, and they go, oops, I guess we fucked up when everything blows back again, operational blowback happens. And then they just do it again in a couple of years and again in yeah, a couple it's, of years. It's and it's manufactured terrorism, right? You know, or what is it? I think it's um, uh, Scott Horton. I think it's, I think it's a Scott Horton quote. It says, uh, uh, who are the terrorists of tomorrow? Look who we're funding today. Mm-hmm. Right. Accurate as hell. Yeah. But I mean, that's, I think, I think that's a Scott Horton quote. The, the giving, sad reality is, yeah, the, the sad reality is that, it's not even entirely intentional. Like they, they, a lot of them are earnest and actually are that dumb. Like mm-hmm. they're that nearsighted. A lot of these politicians oh. and these operatives, they, they really don't see what's going to happen down the line. They only worry about today. Yeah. Oh. The, um, I mean, like again, look at Vietnam and look at what happened there and that clusterfuck. And we send, <sighs> you know, we send green berets in. And they're green and we were on the ground in Ukraine right now. <laughs> like, look up Air America. Like, like Air America. Like, uh, they were they were arming people before the before like the the shit kicked off. Well, the entire reason the Khmer Rouge were able to seize the amount of power they were in Cambodia was because of the uh, illegal secret bombing campaign that LBJ was running that destabilized the government in cambodia don't forget the contras under reagan too yeah that's again and again and again and we see this where meddling in these other countries makes things worse in the long run and nato should have been disbanded as soon as the iron curtain fell i mean that that should have been the end of it it's So here, here's, uh, speaking of NATO, I got a fun fact for you. Uh, NATO, at a NATO meeting in 2014, I want to say, 
Uh, they passed a resolution that says that the NATO countries have to spend at least 2% of their GDP uh, on military equipment. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that Raytheon and Lockheed Martin and yeah. uh, Oshkosh and mm. all the other companies were that. Yeah, we're, we're completely like, oh, really? Like they oh, had no idea. You do love us. Yeah, I'm sure. No. All right, let's uh, let's let's get out of here. We're beating this. This horse is is. I'm sure we'll come back to it and beat it. Are we sure it's dead? Yeah, are we sure it's dead? I feel like you could use a little bit. Maybe in a few years we'll buy a black market stinger and hit the horse. Yeah, that'll work. I mean, if it's airborne, stingers can't target. (laughs) You really want a javelin? Really is what you want. Is it fucking? Is it dead? Because I mean, if it's a Pegasus, fine, that'll work. But if it's not, you need a javelin because that can do either or. Yeah, we need to we need Control Pew to get on three D printed javelins. Well, they already have the three D printed oh, the, the can the re- delivery system, <laughs> the recoilless. Uh, yes, oh man, rapid can delivery system. Oh, that was a also hard on, a that mortar. was a hard on moment. That was an absolute oh. hard on moment. <laughs> I want one so bad. So bad. Oh, I was at peak Bujardin. Uh, that, that's a beautiful thing. That's if you thought twisted tea in the hands of a pissed off dude was going to be <laughs> devastating. <laughs> Wait until it's rocket fucking propelled. Oh, yep. rocket propelled precision twisted tea. Thunk. Tactical tea. Tactical tea. <laughs> Tactical yes. Tea. That's. I should found right. that company. I love tea. Let's throw some links and get out of here. <laughs> All right, plugs. Uh, since Dave's on here, make sure that you check out Poppin's patches. And uh, he makes tons of patches that are super cool, uh, mm-hmm. as well as a tactical tricorn that Josh is currently wearing. Uh, the one that's on uh, uh, the sides of Josh's hat right now. Those are also all Poppin's patches. And I've sported a whole shit ton of them. And they're super cool. And they're really high quality. Good and quality. Very high quality. Yeah. Very, you definitely want to check them out. Um, the white doesn't fade, which is always a problem with PVC patches, um, with the white fading over time. And they don't do that on Poppins patches. They're, they're quality no. stuff. So make sure that uh, you check him out. Also, make sure that you buy Derek's book. It's on Amazon. It's 10 bucks. It's called Think for Yourself Thinking, Critical Thinking Workbook for Beginners. Uh, if you want to care for your beard like a Viking, like I do, check out thebeardstruggle.com. Use code Danarchist15. You get 15% off of your order, and they have lots of cool stuff. They even have stuff for ladies now, so you can use a code for that. Uh, also, I am an affiliate of uh, Archive Spookware, and if you use the link in the description, you can uh, support me, which is super cool. Uh, and you can get uh, the metal bits for your 3D printed uh, shooty boys. Um, also check out classicfirearms.com. Uh, they have a ton of ammo in stock right now, including 300 blackout. Finally, <sighs> I got a bunch of that. I am super excited. I spent a lot of my paycheck. Uh, <laughs> <Horizon>, <laughs> California. um, they have tons of ammunition, tons of really cool guns. They do a giveaway like every, every week. Um, I forget what the current one is, but I can assure you. Is it the, cool the score? Oh. No, it's uh the the scar is over. Uh, it's a uh, something in three hundred black actually. Oh. 
I don't remember what offhand, but I, um, I, I answered a, uh, a giveaway on uh, Harvest Right for a free star. Oh, it's the current, I mean, every gun, every gun they give away is fucking phenomenal. They're always really cool. They're always worth like three to like $10,000. Um, it's completely free. Oh, it's a Q sugar weasel in 300 black. What? It is a sugar weasel. A sugar weasel. Uh, yes, it is a pistol. It is super cool. It is, uh, very, very neat. Very small. Comes with a really nice red dot sight. Oh, it's kind of like cool the, the honey badger. Yes, uh, it's from the same guys that do the honey badger. It's the weasel, though. Um, and it's yeah. in 300 blackout. It's very small. It's really, really cool. Entering, it's completely free. Uh, also, if you use the link in the description to order any ammo from them, your order of $100 or more, you get 10 bucks off. So you might as well do that. Um, check us out on Rumble. Check us out. We're on MeWe. We're on Odyssey. Uh, so all sorts of alternative media. If you don't want to look at us uh, on YouTube and you don't want to support them, you can do that on alternative medias. I don't know if I have anything else that I need to cover. No, we're not that special. No. Oh, there's there's Boog Boogie too. It's scrolling across the bottom Boog right Boog now. Boogie 79. Um, yeah, Boog Boogie 79. Cool, uh, cool flags. Check it out. It's worth it. Yep. All right. You got anything else you want to say? Do we have any, we have any life no. advice? No. Life advice. Too tired for um, that. Don't sweat the petty things. Don't pet the sweaty things. What? Don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. Don't kink shame me, bro.